Hi everyone and welcome to a new episode of How Not To Be An Idiot with me, Frankie, Sarah and Saul. Yeah. How is everyone? Doing all right, thanks. Keeping dry. (laughs) That's impressive these days, to be fair. Mm. Yeah, I've been trying to wash my sheets for like a week now. What, in the rainwater? (laughs) Yeah, just like pounding (laughs) it on the patio. No, but I don't want to hang them out inside. This was the most boring opening ever, wasn't it? Yeah, we started quite strong, to be fair, and then kind of petered out. Saul was getting us all amped up before we started. He was being uncharacteristically enthusiastic. And then... Yeah, Sarah's just let let it all (laughs) out now with this... With this domestic commentary to open. It's much like a damp bed sheet now in terms mm. of feeling. So thanks, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. We all have our talents in life and mine is making everyone miserable. That is true. You are good at that. Thank you. Yeah. How are you doing other than that? Um, yes, quite well. Thank you. It's been Eurovision weekend, so that was exciting. How hungover are you today, would you say? So we're recording the day after Eurovision. How hungover? I'm fine. I've learnt my limits in my old age. So how many goldfish bowls does that include? (laughs) It was just one goldfish bowl and some shots. (laughs) Quite a lot of shots in the pictures I saw. Yeah, but to be fair, we were very sensible and the shots were made of Alco Pops, not spirits. Okay. Was it a drinking game? Did you do shots at particular times? Um, yes, we did. And we actually did better this time. Normally we have so many rules and it all just descends into chaos within about half a song. But we stuck it out quite a while this time. That's good. Um, yeah. Next Lesson learned, though, next year we need to go for something that isn't fizzy. Because oh. when you're pounding oh, them back one after yeah. another, it's, it's tough. The real lesson you should learn is that maybe don't watch Eurovision because uh, we don't do that well, did we? Well, I mean, there was never any doubt about that. Yeah, it's good to know that all of the feelings and thoughts we think people have about the UK are 100% correct. I think it's quite humbling to have an annual reminder of how mm. despised we are. Mm. I mean, usually you get it when you go abroad that everyone hates <laughs> us. But yeah, that was, uh, yeah, wow. Turns out Brexit did us no favours, I guess. No. Yeah, sorry, everyone. Oh well. oh, well. Oh, well. It's all fun. It's all games. Even the islands didn't give us a point, right? Yeah, that was a bit of a dark moment. You can normally count on like Ireland and Australia for a token point. Malta, but no, they wow. were having none of it this year. Brilliant. <sighs> what the fuck are Australia doing in this competition? Yeah, what are they doing? I adore that they love Eurovision so much that they managed to worm their way into a Europe-centric competition. Can they have Asia-Pacific vision? Well, they are apparently America are going to start doing their own Eurovision, but just with America. Like the States. To no one's surprise, yeah. Yeah. So who knows what's coming? Oh, mate, I'd love to have a go in your little sing-o compo. <laughs> Is that what they call singing competitions? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Is that offensive to your people, Sarah? I'm sorry. Um, they're not. My, they're source people more than mine. Oh, touche. Yeah, sorry about that. I don't talk like a an Australian. Neither does Saul. Saved that. Yes. Anyway, did you both have good weekends? It's been an exciting one, surely, because everything's opened up again now. Yes. You did yeah. nothing. Then. 
walking around going, oh, that's open, oh, that's open as well. It's yeah. The, the novelty will wear off at some point, I'm sure. I just had um, not long ago a message from a friend who went to the theatre last oh, night wow. in London. What was that yeah. like? Well, he said it was really weird because he had a moment where everyone came out on stage and he was like, that's a real person. Yeah, that's too many people on the stage. Get them off. Yeah. Party allowed. <laughs> exactly. But it sounds like it's probably quite nice because everyone's still social distancing. So yeah. I think I'd like that theatre experience better than all being crammed in shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, because like theatre seats, particularly in the UK, are notoriously clamped close together, no leg room. Da, da, da. If mm. they have to space everything out, that could be quite nice. Yeah. yeah. So maybe I'll go before things go back to normal. Good idea. Um, I didn't go anywhere, but I did go into my mother's house for a roast dinner today, which I've not done in over a year. That's nice. It was nice. It's nice to be fed by other people. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was good. And yeah, I mean, I'm going to start becoming a bit more adventurous, I think. But it is still... As we would, we had a brief discussion before we started recording. There are still a lot of idiots out there, though. Yeah, there are, and it makes you think: Is it right that things are so open? How do you both feel about it? Um, I feel like I care a little bit less because I'm vaccinated. Oh, old <laughs> old Tommy Tuvax, Sarah. Yeah. The- no, I think it's right that we've you know things are starting to move in the right direction we're doing so well with vaccination but True. I think it's a combination now of people being sick of restrictions so even though yes they've been loosened people still are kind of had enough but also we've basically had over a year now with very little socializing yes so I think some people have lost their social skills as well if they ever had them it's just so exhausting yes yeah, so funnily enough, when my sister and friend left this morning, I was like, oh, God, I'm just going to have a nap and enjoy the silence for a while. It's tiring being mm. around people. Definitely. It's amazing how, I mean, I was never that good at it before and uh, definitely deteriorated in my my endurance of, of being out with other people. Yeah. And especially because you spent the last year being like, oh, when this is over, I'm going to get out. Well, maybe not you, Sarah, (laughs) but uh, (laughs) but I I had the intention of getting out more and doing more. And then the reality of actually doing it is quite tiring. Yeah. Have you been doing stuff, Saul? What do you mean? Like, have you been going out and doing anything different since restrictions have loosened? Have you been shopping or for dinner? You've got kids. You don't go for dinner. Um, Lunch, breakfast. Yeah. Seeing people. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But the thing is, where Saul lives, there isn't, there aren't that many people, are there? So. No, there's. I think there are people around here. Oh, that's good. <laughs> you think? I've seen them. Seen them out the window. Mm. They're all having the shield where you live because they're so old, right? There, there are a lot of um, elderly people around here. Yeah. I mean, the one thing that has that I've done since lockdown's been uh, relaxed. Is mm. have my first vaccination. Hey, yeah. Generation Pfizer. Oh yeah. It's the last time I'll be included in the young person's bracket ever. <laughs> Do you skateboard in and sit backwards on the chair, ready for your jab? Yeah. Hello, fellow kids. I'm here for my vaccination. I'm here to to- talk to everyone about Pokemon. <laughs> Bitcoin. What's her name? Pokimane. The, <laughs> the TikTok girl. I got that wrong. I, I, I don't know what any of the words you just said. Who's the TikTok girl? I don't know. I don't know any of this stuff. 
<laughs> just saying words. Don't worry. I don't think anyone under 30 listens to our podcast, so we should be fine. Yeah, that's probably true. Did your jab go okay? Was it an exciting moment? Um, it, was, it was fine. The best bit about it was... Um, have you guys had yours, Frankie? I'm having mine next weekend. Woo! Sarah, have you? I've had both of mine. You've had both of yours. So when you had yours, did they ask you to go and sit down for 15 minutes? Um, I had to go and sit in my car. Well, I could have sat inside, but I went and sat in the car. Right. So there's a good, yeah, they said, go and sit down for 15 minutes just outside. Mm-hmm. And there's a, there's a bar above <laughs> um, where he pointed. So I just went upstairs and sat in the bar for 15, well, for longer than 15 minutes. <laughs> With a pint. Yeah, just, you know, I don't know why I was supposed to sit there for 15 minutes. In case- just to check for a reaction. Right. This man is drunk. Yeah. Really, <laughs> I think he's having a stroke. I'm really lightheaded and I've lost all my money. That sounds like the best vaccine experience ever. Um, I was I was pretty pleased with it, yeah. They said, which arm do you want it in? And I said, my left arm. And then I don't think I, all of the stalls seem to be set up the same way. So I don't think that information got passed in. <laughs> oh. So did you get it in the left? Got it in the left. Nice. Yeah, it was a bit sore. I couldn't really lift my arm above my shoulder. Jeff had that as well. But now it's fine. Oh, I'm really happy for you. Hannah has had her first one now. And she <laughs> she was telling us the other day that she suddenly felt like quite a bit of pain in like her under, in her armpit. And she obviously, the first thought was not, oh, I just had a vaccine. It's probably that. She instantly thought she had cancer of some kind. Um, but luckily some quick Googling reminded her that she had in fact had a vaccine and it was probably more likely that than cancer. I was tempted to point out that she could have cancer and vaccine side effects, <laughs> but then I thought I can't be bothered with the resulting panic. Well, I mean, she might listen to this, so we'll get the best of both. We'll make I mean, that true. Yeah, Sarah, the move there would have been to suggest that it was maybe a blood clot. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, but she had Pfizer. Oh, yeah, true. Mm. Such true. a shame. Well, because Sarah's been volunteering at the centre. she I, I think that Sarah knows more about it than most people. So I would believe what Sarah says. So if you said, oh, actually, no, there has been some with Pfizer, I'd I'd believe that if you told me. <laughs> they have shown that Pfizer may cause cancer, Hannah. Oh, no. <laughs> I should probably just do a disclaimer. Obviously, that's a joke. Yeah, I think this needs one of those um, automatic banners that goes on a on an Instagram post that mentions the vaccine. <laughs> yeah. Other information, other sources of information are available. Yeah, and I am not a doctor, believe it no. or not. No, for the best that you're not. Is it? Mm, yeah, we've seen the photo of your pure joy about giving Char her injections that time. Oh, good times. Oh, happy, happy memories. <laughs> um, I'm very excited to get mine next weekend. As Sarah knows, I've been hankering for it. Everyone's been getting them around me, and finally it's my turn. So, yeah. Do you have to travel far for it, Frankie? No, I nearly did. They nearly tried to send me um, about half an hour, 40 minutes away. But then I'm going to where Sarah's been volunteering. I don't know if you'll be there, Sarah. No, I'm not volunteering anymore. Oh, you don't care anymore about it. Fully paid position now, Dr. Sarah. (laughs) 
Yeah, exactly. I'm doing the jabs. No, I'm back to work now. So. Oh, fair enough. I thought you were like, well, I've had my second jab. Yeah. That's what I was here for. <laughs> Not what I was hoping for. <laughs> Good day. Yeah. No, fair enough. You're allowed to work, I suppose, for money. That seems well, reasonable. Unfortunately. Depends what you do. Mm. Yes. <laughs> mm. Have you seen, as the world has been opening up, granted, Saul, you've not seen as many people, but have you seen much idiocy in... I, I mean, I've definitely seen some on social media. I don't know if everyone's following the rules that are... The very lax rules, mind. Um, people still aren't, aren't really... The thing that amazes me that people still post photos of it. It's making me think of that um, Jonathan Van Ham. What did he say? Don't tear the pants out of it just because you can. Yeah, that's such a beautiful phrase. Yeah, it is. It really brings up wow. great mental images. It's the only time in life when that advice is actually applicable, though. Every yeah. other time that you can tear the pants out of it, you should be. Yeah, enjoy it. Yes, crotchless um, all the way. Oh, absolutely. Mm. I, yeah, I think that, <laughs> I don't know, it's a bit frustrating, isn't it, to to see people in massive groups. Yes, Maybe I'm just being a stick in the mud. I don't no, know. No, I don't think so. It, I, for me, it's because like we're so close in the UK. Like in mm. theory, we could have all restrictions lifted by the by end of June. We're so close, especially when you see groups of people that I, are too young to have been vaccinated yet as oh, well. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, just wait another few weeks. Like you must be so close now. Yeah. But if you start a bloody outbreak in young people, we're all going to pay for it. Yeah. First pesky kids, man. Just yeah, the youth. I mean, I'm just pleased that those Instagram influencers can travel again without feeling so judged. Thank God. <laughs> Thank yeah. God. Oh, but although the travel list is quite restricted, I know Hannah's watching it like an absolute hawk, but um, <laughs> a lot of like Dubai and places like that are still on the red list, aren't they? So They are, but that's okay because all the influencers are already there. Oh, they're fair point. Yeah, yeah, they went there months ago. They're already, they're already there. They just feel less judged about it. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah, that's been my biggest fear over the last year, I won't lie. What influence is being judged? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They've got it hard, so hard the rest of the time. The, the wallies that I've been exposed to recently, two breeds of social media wallies, last mm. night when um, uh, trying to watch the Glastonbury uh, stream yeah. and the the you know it's a shame it melts down and you i think we've all been on the other side of a uh an unavoidable thing that a, an organization has done and have had to at some level coordinate a response yes. so you can imagine the kind of fear that it's just mm. that you know somebody saturday night they've probably been looking forward to having something to do with glastonbury and then suddenly um oh. And millions I can do it from home. This is great. Yeah, exactly. And millions of people just can't watch it. So one, like I was trying to trying to log in, and of course there's no information as to why I can't. So I go on social media, and the first thing I see are, are people being um, outraged that they can't access this event that they paid 20 quid for, whether the 20 quid's going to charity. Oh. Like, like this is unacceptable that I can't get in and watch uh, Wolf Alice you know, opening this gig that was recorded like a week ago. Yeah. So that kind of, that kind of mislaid outrage. I, I don't like, I don't dislike those people as much as I like the other types of posts I saw, which were people who'd like set up tents in their <gasps> sitting room oh, and, no. and like printed out 
printed out um, itineraries of what was on when. Like, there's only one stage. Oh, only, my you know, God. You'll see where you are. Or they've got, like, their old pass from Glastonbury that they've got to wear as, on, around the lanyard. Oh, like, no. This kind of... Um, I don't know. I don't know what it is like turning it into some kind of bigger than it is event in, in yes. their mind, or, or like. And why would you post it? Because you're looking for yeah. someone to go. You're so cool. You're so you're fun. Coolest, oh my god! Most, we should hang out more. And then, but then, just watching the organisation behind um, <laughs> the live stream have their own like social media meltdown. And Frankie, you and I have yes have had many discussions about oh. <laughs> Look at all that shit heading to the wall. What should we do? Um, yep. uh, not the wall, the fan. And um, it's hitting something. Yeah, and uh, and watching them go. Oh, we're sorry that you're having problem getting access. <laughs> Keep trying. Oh, like, I, I just like, like the idea of people being like, I I erected a tent in my living room. Yeah, yeah, exactly, place. exactly. <laughs> and um. Like, but that, but that, like, and it's a difficult thing to accept when you're in that position. But the first thing you should do is go, This is our fuck up. Yes. None of that. It's like, Oh, yeah, we're having a look. But, you know, I'm sorry you can't get in. Oh, however many million people are out there. And then, um, and then there's their follow up on that was one of those ones where it makes you do a big, like, intake of breath. Hmm. We'll have an update for you shortly. Oh God! What's your what's your? There's like this all comes down to semantics, right? Like, what's your definition of shortly, and what's this angry mob that's fermenting outside? What's their definition of shortly? Because you probably want to line those things up before you go promising shortly. Christ! Yeah. So the outcome. I'm invested in this now. They just went on. Oh fuck it! Everybody, just go to this link. It's free now. Um, (laughs) and but then, but even then, it's like like. They were saying when it's when we turn it on, you can rewind it to the beginning, so you won't have missed anything. And people like everybody going, "Well, that's not a fucking live stream, is it? I paid twenty pounds <laughs> for a live stream, and you want me to watch it on delay?" And then it, and then because they just made it free, no one could rewind to the very beginning, and everyone was outraged <laughs> about that. <laughs> like, you told me I could rewind to the beginning, and then and the one of the greatest. Um, one of the greatest interactions I saw was someone going, right, this is completely unacceptable. I've wasted an hour and a half Saturday night. I've paid £20 for this. I want an immediate refund, and I want you to open up the stream. And someone came back and went, well, yeah, open up the stream, sure, but all that money is going to charity. Yeah, absolutely. And the, and the, the original post came back and went, yeah, I know. And <gasps> I, I stand by what I said. And then the person who went back at them had the you know the traditional – social jelly wags and went yeah to be fair it's not great is it oh, <laughs> oh wow so just a clusterfuck of idiocy all dear all round well you know and it's just yeah you just wanted to see the company front up go it's on it's on us yeah here's what we think it is here are the next five things we're going to do um I don't know, Frankie. I think they. I think they need someone in charge of their social media. It sounds like maybe the Conservative Party has been in charge of their comms plan, or Pretty Patel being like, "Well, I'm sorry, you feel that way," <laughs> which seems to be their kind of approach. But I have to say, hearing that story, and this shows what kind of a terrible person I am. Um, I like it when think people have things ruined for them. <laughs> like- <laughs> 
<laughs> don't really tell me about people setting up tents and shit and then they're like well the live stream's not working i really enjoy that is that bad no i know what you mean like i was sitting there hitting refresh trying to get in fairly nonplussed about the whole thing but yeah a little warm coal of joy in my heart with knowing <laughs> that you know that those people who had their Oh, I'd normally meet up with my urban family and we'd we'd take mushrooms by the What's whatever. that noise? Are you scratching something? Yeah, sorry, I was um I was scratching my laptop. Oh I'm so glad you said laptop, okay. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, is that like a, a form of not Schadenfreude because it's you don't know these people, but I just enjoy watching people have their fun ruined. <laughs> I mean Sarah don't act like oh, you're not exactly no. like me <laughs> I'm with you whenever I'm massively inconvenienced by a huge train delay yes. instead of getting stressed about it the first thing I do is go on Twitter and see what other people are tweeting at the train company yes for some reason like no matter how angry you are you always know there's so- going to be someone angrier than you and oh, that really instantly yeah and that instantly makes me less angry about it and be like hey be cool man it's no big deal like and the best, the best bit about that one last night is that everyone was refreshing furiously on their laptop, I guess, so that they could, like, HDMI it across to their TV. Mm. So all the complaints were coming in on Twitter via their phone, and it was just such a calamity of um, typos. It was brilliant. <laughs> Rage like, typing. Like, you're so angry, and you're incoherent. <laughs> and you're angry about something which doesn't exist. Like, you're angry about not being able to watch live a pre-recorded broadcast (laughs) of something that happened that doesn't even normally happen at this time of year right like it's not Glastonbury weekend and you're incandescent with rage and you're you're spending you know you've got a certain number of minutes on the planet and you're spending these minutes shooting typos at (laughs) at organizations that are clearly too busy trying to fix the problem anyway just you know zoom out a little bit and the best part as well like for certain people that will add to their rage if they then look back at their tweets and oh no there were typos god brilliant good i love it that's (laughs) that's a bit like um the have you got you've watched um, what we do in the shadows tv series i've watched part of it okay yeah because there's there's the psychic vampire uh in it And basically, but his whole thing is like he drains people's energy by just boring them and draining them. And I feel like that could be a real, maybe that's what I'm a psychic vampire. Because like seeing people lose their shit like that over something really stupid really gives me life (laughs) and makes me happy. So you're good people. Yeah, I'm a nice person. Um, Mm. And yeah, it's for charity, you dicks. Stop, calm down. You can't be too pissed. Yeah. I mean, there's ways to deal with that, right? Like to keep the money. Yeah. But then the company that fucked it up matches the money or does something. That's a classy move. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, and as we move to even more freedom, potentially next month, do you have any plans that you're excited about, nervous about, things that you're conscious of? Is that a stupid question? Too big? Let me no, just consult I'm... my diary. i was thinking because i think most of my plans involve food yes of course lunches um i'll tell you something i'm a bit anxious about is going back into london because i've not been in in such a long time why why do you have to go into london well because i may have to go in for a work-related thing later in the 
next month but also because i do like to go to london in normal times and see people and go to things those times are gone frankie are they gone yeah london is a cesspit (laughs) it's always been a cesspit though no but now it's it's charm yeah now it's gonna be a covid mutation hotbed is that your your prediction dr sarah would you concur Yeah, absolutely. We are seeing some evidence of strands <laughs> of the virus. Um, again, disclaimer, that's a lie. Specifically around the area where Hannah resides, weirdly. Yes, yeah. Very strange. Sort of that area of um, outer London. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not... I am going to um, the Harry Potter studio tour oh, next God. Of course. It was my... Christmas present for my sister. Is, a, is there an anti-trans meetup you're going to? Or? Yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm crafting a shirt as we speak. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, I bought it. I bought her a ticket for Christmas, and then obviously the date we booked got cancelled and pushed, and blah blah blah. But again, oh. I think it's going to actually be quite a hopefully nice experience because it's all limited numbers again. Mm. So hopefully, far less children to contend with. Bonus. I hope this is a number of listeners' first podcast, and they. <laughs> uh, completely taken aback by the anti-trans reference with no frame for it whatsoever okay so to catch people up sarah is massively anti-trans but, um. but like a, you know that everything's on a spectrum and sarah is in the racist spectrum of the anti-trans movement <laughs> the venn diagram there's a lot of overlap between yeah. those two for sarah um again oh, just a caveat God. we are joking yeah, sarah's clarify yep sarah's a nice person and she's not racist or anti-trans she just loves jk rowling for some inexplicable reason i do not love jk rowling i love harry potter fine um but actually one good thing as you've pointed out about the new world is that you have to book onto things now that's better mm. that's yeah. much better and i like to think that queuing outside of restaurants will die now oh god yeah that drives me crazy now everything mm. must be booked let's do that forever like none of this exclusivity bullshit let's just I'm make thinking it bookable. Of you, yeah really dishoom come on man don't don't be a dick let me book because you're still gonna get money you're still yes, gonna they, you're, they are they're still gonna get money so just let me book yeah yeah just frankie just stop enjoying the things that you hate <laughs> i can't <laughs> It's a hobby at this point. I don't know what I like and hate anymore, apart from people's misery. I mean, that takes up quite a lot of time in itself. I yeah, that's imagine. true. It does still so a day. many sad people around nowadays. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And Twitter it's a is a smorgasbord great... for Frankie. <laughs> Seriously, Twitter is a great place for it as well. I, f- I see a lot of misery on there. Oh, so happy for you. Thanks. For the record, I, I'm not a complete monster. I just. To clarify, I like people who are massively disappointed and when they're looking forward to things. That's my <laughs> that's my favourite. That's your kink. Oh, I'm yes. glad you clarified that, Frankie. Yeah, that yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. you sound like a much more reasonable human yes. being. Yeah. <laughs> I don't just want people to be unhappy. It's a very specific genre of that. Mm. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, looking forward to going back to the cinema. I haven't booked anything yet because there's fuck all on. Oh, well, let me guess. Harry Potter. You normally <laughs> go and see it at the cinema. There's no Harry Potter on, unfortunately. Oh. Um, hopefully soon. Who knows? Who knows? 
Yeah, I would like to go to the cinema. Um, I saw someone post it. Here's a question for you, actually. Someone posted it on Twitter saying, if you're in a cinema watching a film, obviously everyone's going to have to wear masks and it's all space and everything. But if you suddenly hear someone with like a hacking cough, do you stay or do you go? Oh. Well, what would you have done before? I mean, in this, normally just be like, fuck's sake, you're really annoying. And yeah. glared, glared at them. But now they're wearing a mask. Yeah, so it's so contained. Less, yeah, but also, poor them. Imagine having a hacking cough into a mask. It's like shitting don't yourself and then having to, the to stay through the film. Well, that's well, it. Don't might, go to the cinema. You, you might, oh, yeah, like you know when well, you're you going to got a bit of popcorn or something. Yeah, poor, what a fucking arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> that does annoy me, though, when people make, like, cough. If people, if people have the sniffles and they come to the cinema, they get daggers from me. Yeah, I've come to the conclusion... Although I enjoy the cinema, I have to be very careful about which screenings I pick because there are some where it attracts loads of teenagers who typically have very poor cinema etiquette. Yes. Um, that's but that's mainly because you go and see films with Potter. children, right? <laughs> yeah. Harry Potter. Maybe they need to watch some grown-up films. <laughs> but I know what you mean. If you go like late in the evening, that does re- can re- I, reduce risk. Sorry, can I just make sure? Is this an over-30s screening of Harry Potter? <laughs> It is a grown-up screening of Harry Potter, please. You know what? You laugh, but when we went to see a Harry Potter last summer in that brief period of time when cinemas reopened, Mm. it was all adults. It was all people my age. So, like, technically adults. (laughs) Yeah, far far too old. I think it's the young people don't like it anymore because because J.K. Rowling's anti-trans and the young people are nicer than you are and care about others. Oh, you have to separate the art from the artist. (laughs) All right. That's a contentious topic. We'll save that one for a whole episode, I reckon. (laughs) There's a lot we could do with that. Are there any contentious artists that you like, Frankie? Um, well... She's read a lot of Mein Kampf. (laughs) I just, just to see the other side of the argument. Uh, no, that's not true. I haven't read my Um I'm, and I'm not proud of this, but I often find myself singing the remix, igni- the, the, um, sorry, Ignition <laughs> Remix by R. Kelly. And I love that song. It's an absolute banger. But I don't want to give R. Kelly, R. Kelly? Why can't I speak? R. Kelly, any credit? I would never pay to listen to his music. I'd never stream his music again. But it's in my mind as like just background music often. If I'm like, I, I sometimes I'll be holding my niece and I'll be bouncing her and I'll be like, bounce, 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 bounce. And yeah. as you know, I rap you know, a lot. You have to cut all of this. Why? Because it's... you're holding your... What? Oh, you're a, you're a monster. <laughs> I did not mean it like that. Well, what, what is R. Kelly contentious for? <laughs> that's what i'm saying i'm not proud of it i said that because it is bad i know it's bad but it's just i'm it's in my brain and i can't scrub it out i need like an eternal sunshine style clean out to get all of r kelly out of my brain yeah i mean i agree frankie you need a reboot but i think it goes beyond r kelly <laughs> but yeah, that's I mean, the, the number of times i've seen her cruising around blasting chris brown oh my god I do not even I would never Chris Brown because his music is shit but that's are, why yeah <laughs> but the um the, I mean particularly our generation all the people that we liked when we were younger are now basically coming out turning out to be monsters so it is very difficult like 
Kevin Spacey, I used to be a massive Kevin Spacey fan, but obviously he's a monster. So, mm. but it's really hard because I used to love lots of Kevin Spacey films, but now I feel like and my my thinking around this is I will never give him money now, but I already have the DVDs. So what do I do? Keep enjoying them by the sounds of it. But then secretly hate myself a bit for it. Mm. So is this about not financially rewarding? I think the- so. Right. I, I think so. You, I mean, you consume a lot of content, which uh, is essentially glorifying serial killers and oh i wouldn't say it's glorifying it sarah back me up on this they don't get paid for the stuff we watch no that's That's the line so long as no one's getting paid for this i'm going to watch this thing that paints in vivid colors the horrible thing that you did that's educational yeah i now know not to go down dark alleyways and stuff and Oh, you went for educational in that aspect. Was it? <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, there's always that as well. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> now, this, so this is where Sarah got the idea to always keep bin bags and bleach in the boot of her car. Who doesn't need lime just for the garden? <laughs> <laughs> oh. You just never know when. Yeah, anyway. We have really, I think we've all come across really well in this episode. I don't think I'm going to have to do any editing. <laughs> Saul's come off okay. It's just me and you. <laughs> well, that's fine. Yeah, I hate trans people and you support people beating women. <laughs> I don't. Because <laughs> no, R. Kelly didn't beat them. He just imprisoned them. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. It wasn't just that they were imprisoned, right? It was also that Yes, it was all terrible. <laughs> Yeah, we know. I know how terrible it is. He's definitely a paedophile and a monster. So I suspect there was some beating. Well, I wouldn't like to think about it. God, the world is a horrible place. It is. I just like the song, damn it. I don't even like his other songs. It's just that one. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't think we're complete and utter monsters, then please do come back next week or in a couple of weeks time or you know drop us a message on social media at no idiots podcast and um tell us the things you're angry about and the idiots you're seeing Mm. there's going to be a lot of them in the coming weeks and months oh yeah definitely no one's really improved during this last year have they society hasn't just been locked away saving it up yeah (sighs) nice well thanks very much everyone um we will see you soon and don't be an idiot